How much time till we're on? What? We're on the air right now. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. For Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. And he's punching with fire. Kalaja. Oh, he gives a big, he throws the bat in the air. Who takes down all the stars in Los Angeles to win the United States Open. Uh, what a weekend. What a smorgasbord of sport. Uh, Ashes, of course, is poised to go either way. And in a couple of hours, day four will commence and it will decide how this first test plays out. Barrett Sunderason is going to join us on Sports Day from Edgebaston, Tim Zhu sends a chilling message to the boxing world. Mm. Day four of the majors. Well, it sorts them all out, doesn't it, Rat? And the US Open crowns a new champion. On top of that, we've got NRL news. Uh, and, of course, we can't go past talking about what's happening with the Dragons and Benny Hunt. Did you what get a, sleep? I oh, didn't get my mate, sleep at oh, all. I'm, I'm like hungover from sport. <laughs> I'm, I was up all night. I'm up early watching the golf. But... Um, and you know, the, you throw the footy in on top of that and, and Costa Zoo, it didn't, oh, uh, Tim Zoo, sorry. It didn't, didn't take me long to watch Tim Zoo's fight though. So, um, wasn't that impressive? Oh, it was frightening. Uh, I've got to ask you, I've got to ask you, cause you, I mean, I, I'm not a big boxing aficionado. I, I, you know, I follow Tim because, you yep. know, he's an Aussie and, you know, I've seen, seen him grow up. We've seen him grow up here. Um, the guy he fought, is he, Carlos a, good, is he a good fight? Like how good is he? He's fought for two world titles. Right. He's only ever been knocked down once. That was from a body shot from a guy called Errol Spence Jr. Right. Who's going to be a Hall of Famer one day. So has he, has Campo fought Charlo? No. He hasn't? No. Right. So he's fought a guy called Fondura who beat him, but he's only ever been knocked down once. So right. this guy's been in the ring with some good fighters. And he's right. a Mexican. A Mexican. A tough. Historically, a tough fighters. Mm. They recover really well. But the message that he sent to Charlo. Bud Crawford, who was about to have a really big fight against Errol Spence Jr., pound for pound, probably the best fighter in the world, he tweeted out from America, this guy's dangerous. Mm. You know, it's he sent a huge message. Mate, he is just getting – he just looks better and better every time I, I see him step into the ring. Yeah. And uh, well, he's got – Charlo's got to fight him before October. September 30. Right. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, mate, watch this space. Eh? And Charlo be... broke his hand. He's meant to be fighting Charlo now. Right. But he broke his hand, so it got delayed. Yeah. And in the meantime, for more reports, Charlo, the guy who's going to fight for all four belts. Right. To be the undisputed world champion, the lineal world champion. Um, he's been partying and... Well, didn't he come out and say something about water water or something? Or yeah, but salt? he would have watched that on the weekend and thought, you know what? I better get in the gym. <laughs> yeah. I better get in the gym. He just, he actually, like, Tim looks stronger now. He looks, he just looks like he's hitting harder. Well, it certainly looked like that on the weekend. Yeah, anyway. it was yeah. very impressive. Uh, and welcome to the listeners through the Super Radio Network. Great supporters, the Super Radio Network, and all the listeners through a lot of those uh, those regional areas. It's great to have you on board for what will be another exciting week. Of course, Origin and the countdown is getting ever, even closer. SEN 1170, 693 in Queensland, 1620 on the Gold Coast, Fanatic on the app, 
listening at a later date and a later time on the podcast. Welcome to the show. And the big news around today outside of the US Open and crowned a new champion, you would watch that. Good time. Every, every Good timing from Australia yeah. for Australia Mate, viewers, isn't I, it? I woke up about half an hour before the, the, the lead groups teed off and um, – I laid in bed and watched the whole lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go, got the kids bringing me coffee and toast. It was amazing. It was great. What do you know about the, the champion? He's from Colorado. Well, Denver, yeah, he's from Denver. Um, mate, his best mate, he went to school with Christian McCaffrey, actually. So he's the running back. He, he was at, I think he was at Jacksonville. Yep. Um, was it Jacksonville? Uh, he's, at the, he's at the Niners now, the 49ers now. But they, they grew up together. So they're good mates. But um, So a couple of world-class athletes there. But he, he, he won his first event. Two weeks ago, or two months, or a month ago, on the PGA on tour. the PGA tour. So this yep. is his second win on tour. So it's what's a his major. first name? Clark. It's Wyndham. Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark. Yeah. So he, he's, um, yeah, mate. He's he, he hasn't come out of the blocks. Like he's certainly been in good form. But um, yeah, look, seventh major that he's played in, and he's and he's won one. So it's huge to hold his nerve when you got guys like Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler. Scheffler. They're all breathing down his neck. Yeah. Um, I will say this. That that finish to that golf course was brutal. Like mm. I play a lot of golf, and oh man, that that just look. I, I could imagine just you would be mentally exhausted after walking off that golf course. So um, yeah, good showing by Cam Smith. He had a good good strong finish, uh, finishing the top five, which is pretty good. Um, the Ashes. What are the Ashes? Oh mate, Ollie Robinson sledging Usman Kawaj. You know what I say? Play on. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, yeah, we want Great that. Work. We want a bit of. You want the villains? Yeah. Yeah, energy in the game, Absolutely. around the game, surrounding the game. That, that, that creates the theatre. We saw baseball, which I've got to say, it's it's breathing life into Test match cricket. I love Test match cricket, but there's a lot of people out there that are doubting the future of Test match, cr- match cricket. I don't know whether it's got a lot of longevity. Baseball, why? Well, I just I don't it know. Put, it doesn't put more pressure on anyone, does it? Like to perform in a different way, does it? I well, mean, they, they, they've got to score runs quicker. They have. Mm. And it makes it exciting for the viewer. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I turned the first innings. I was watching England bat. I was like, they're, they're, they're at five five runs and over. Like, this yeah. is amazing. Back in 2004, 2005, I think it was. I may have got the year wrong. But their run rate was much the same, up around four or five. Yep. Um, but in saying that, uh, impressive to watch. And Australia, just with their composure, they got themselves back into the game through Uzi Kawaja and... Oh. Uh, Trace Head came out and, and got the run rate lifted a little bit as well. Mate, I'll tell you who was impressive with the bat was Pat Cummings. Yeah. Well, he always has been. Like just, yeah. the, you know, those 30-odd runs that he scored. Really important. Just critical. It's like Steve Smith's 30 in the second innings of the World Test Championship. Yep. Really important 30. So get the two wickets overnight. Mm. Ask Barrett Sunderason a little bit later on about whether that's just rattled the cage of England a little bit. And let's hope the weather doesn't play a major role because – Apparently, the weather forecast isn't favourable for the test match, especially Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Like it or lump it as well. And um, there's a fair bit over the weekend that uh, you can like or lump. Yes! 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 Yeah, what did you like and what was garbage? Now, before we get to the Ben Hunt scenario, and I want to hear from Dragons fans, rugby league fans in general, on the eve of State of Origin 2, what do you think? 0457 736 736. Get involved in the show. Now, before we get to like it or lump it, and I'll, I'll just put this out there so you can think about this because we've been talking about it all day and everyone's had an opinion and we sort of come at the end of the day. We've got to have 
maybe a different a angle different, on it. And we'll, it. we'll yeah. have a we'll have an opinion on it. But Brent Reed from News Corp only very late in the afternoon is reporting that the NRL has rang the manager of Ben Hunt to remind him of contract rules surrounding the game. So other clubs cannot induce a player to break the contract. So I'll just leave that with you now and we'll get back to like it or lump it. Um, is there anything you liked over the weekend, Rat? Well, I really liked Cronulla, the way they bounced back mm. after being pumped last week. Um, didn't concede a lot of points, which is probably no, the most they didn't. They, they probably could have finished a little stronger than when they did. I thought they were probably going to put 60 on the dogs there at one point. Blake Braley was good. but Oh, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. he was really good. So, um, yeah, I, I liked that. Um, gee, oh, I thought Parramatta were impressive. Yeah. Uh, but I thought Manly were were really ordinary. Well, Steve from Dubbo says, hey, hey, fellas, sit back and relax. I've got tonight's Kia Top 7 covered for you. And, of course, yeah, of course Cronulla's in there all, all the way through it. I'll go through that a little bit later on. The Parramatta are in it all yeah, the way through. all the way through it. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I'm, I, I love, I love Golden Point. Although my Panthers got beaten, I've got mm. to say how exciting. I love how exciting it is. I like the fact that they scored a try. Yep. I'd like to see it as a golden try. Agree. Um, play the 10 minutes. If you if you kick a field goal and you win by a point, then great, you win. But golden try, I love that. Um, well, I love the thought of it. Yep. And the fact that they scored a try was good. So. Yep. i tell you what I'm lumping. Mm. Your old game, rugby. Oh. Super rugby semifinal. I've Brumbies, been lumping it for years. Brumbies versus Chiefs. <laughs> I've got to say... It was a snooze fest. Mm, the only sad, try no. came in the 78th minute, 19-6 scoreline. I started watching. I was so excited about watching the Brumbies, an Australian team trying to get into the final. And I started watching, and I looked down at my phone, and I didn't take my eyes off my phone for about another 10 or 11 minutes because nothing made me look up. Well, I'm probably still packing a scrum. Oh, it was honestly. Yeah, it gets a little frustrating, Sats. And, and it's the nature of um, the rules and, you know, there's a number of different things, but – They've tried to change things over time to make the game more exciting and it's had this sort of in, unintended consequences of slowing the game down and, uh, it's, it, yeah, it, 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 it's tough. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a bit sad. But what, what I'm lumping it was, was actually the coverage of the US Open and the way that I just – the atmosphere looked very average. I was watching some of the tee-offs mm. and the cameras had to be on a different angle because it, yeah. it was a bad – Look like a bad course to broadcast from. Yeah, well, I, I'm not exactly sure why, but they, I mean, obviously, it looked like there was a lot more space on the course that they could have allowed people to go, but they had limited numbers that were allowed at the course. So it was only like 22,000 allowed at the course. And when you spread that over a golf course, it's, it's pretty sparse, particularly when you've got, you know, some big groups following some people and then no one following others. And Did it, you tell me that there's a hole? Because this is LA. This is yep. basically near the centre of LA. Mm. Yeah. This is a, a course that no actors or are allowed to be members no, of. No, no, they've got, but they've also got no, no actors. On one hole is the Playboy Mansion. That's right, yeah, back onto the 14th. And you can hear, like, the animals. When they filmed on that hole, you could hear, like, I'm the I'm sure peacocks. there's a few animals in there. <laughs> well, it's not the Playboy Mansion anymore, <laughs> but um, yeah, if, 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 if that fence could talk, you'd hear some stories, I tell you. Yeah, make sure you get involved in the show. As I said, 0457 736 736, or if you want to give us a call, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Like I said, Barrett Sunder Racing is going to join us from Edge Baston. Three burning questions from Daddy Vass. Kia's top seven. Steve, we shan't be using three quarters of yours. And let's quickly before we get to a break, let's talk about Ben Hunt. The saga gets ugly. It's going to get uglier before any common sense will be found. 
And as I said, Brent Reid has reported the NRL has rang the manager. What I've got to say on the back of that is that, well, he has two and a half years left on his contract, Ben Hunt. Mm. And you can talk to a player, even if he's under contract, but not about terms like years and figures, mm. but you can, make a, you can make an expression of interest. Mm. I don't know you're interested. Is, is the NRL not building a rod for their own back? Mate, by allowing that to happen, the reality is that, like, if if a, if a club wants to move a player on before their time's up, they'll, they'll go and shop the, that player around to yeah, try to move the, him on. Yeah, but that's a business decision yeah. because you've got a salary cap to deal with. Yeah. And if you don't do that, well, you breach the following year and you get fined. So I can see why you got to make a decision on that. Not necessarily. In some cases, it's just that they they feel like that player's not serving a purpose for them and they'll move them on. But. Um, regardless of what rules they put in sats, it's it's the nature of the business. People are going to talk. Yeah, but if there's some strict sanctions around it, if it happens, mm. yes, it will still happen, but it won't see the light of day. Mm. It won't because there's sanctions around it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we shouldn't be hearing possible clubs that will be his home if he does leave the Dragons or if mm. they if they grant his release. We shouldn't be hearing about clubs. No, no, no. We shouldn't. Well, well, our, our most intelligent listen, listener has uh, sent a message and he goes, hey, Sats and Rat, they're very core contracts or relationships. First, two players agree to work together and forge connection. That, if fosters well and beneficial on both sides, can last years. A contract is the visual representation of that relationship. The relationship between Ben Hunt and St. George Illawarra is broken. And oh. The Dragons should release... Hunt uses one point six million to go to the market or shore up their remaining talent. Daniel from says says listening so, on the app. So so yeah. So this is this is sort of my point of view on the whole thing. It's like they need to sit down and chat about it. I I, I know Shane Flanagan, and and this is it's a shame that he's this is his first big piece of business he's got mm-hmm. to handle. He shouldn't have to, but the reality is, you know, Ben Hunt's probably just he's exacerbated. Yep. You know, he's 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 probably just like I just want to go and play footy. I don't want to be answering questions about stuff that is not me on the field related. And he's been in the centre of that for some time now. And I can imagine he's just over it. He's just fed up. Mm. There's been a number of things over the last couple of years where the, you know, the dragons are in the paper for all the wrong reasons. And I get it. Um, you know, I, I hope for Shanna, for Flano's sake, if he can talk him around. I mean, the, the, the Broncos did it with Payne Huss. He, he asked for a release. They, they sat down and they worked it out and now he's you know, playing great footy and, and the Broncos are back on top of the ladder. And I think he's a big part of Shane Flanagan's plans. But the reality, if, if he's not, if he's not in, interested in staying, like, and you can't turn that around, it gives you, it gives you quite a war chest to yeah, build not, your club with. There's not, a, there's not a lot around, but – and you, you do. You, you do need a player, like a marquee player, a player that can – grab the game by the scruff of the neck and, and take over. Like he has done a number of occasions. I, mm. I think there's a really good opportunity for the Dragons here to make a statement on actually what they stand for as a club. Um, be brave, you know, show some spine, uh, wait till Origins finish, allow Flanagan. And I don't know Shane Flanagan. Mm. I was talking to Andrew McCulloch on Friday night mm. when we called the Cowboys-Panthers game. And, he'd, he'd know him. And he, he spent some time with yeah, Flanagan at, at the Dragons. Yeah. Has a high regard of him. Now, I don't know Shane Flanagan. But Andrew McCulloch and Ben Hunt are very good friends, close friends, mm. best friends. And it'd be interesting that after Origin, it'd be interesting if Shane Flanagan gets the opportunity to sit down with Ben Hunt and says, 
this is the vision. It's a new chapter. It's a new coach. We want to want to help you. We want you to help us rebuild our club. Now, we know you're not going to be here in three, four, five, six years' time, but you're looking at the club from a, a different lens now, and we want you to find out how we can be better. You've been around good clubs. And I think Shane Flanagan, I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt because I, I want to see the Dragons, like I said, stand for something and and refuse yeah, no, re, I, refuse, I, I, refuse the request. I, I understand what you're saying, Sats, but like if, if he doesn't want to be there and you've got a million dollars tied up in him, and you're not getting your value for that million dollars. Like, what happens? You know, you know, when when an Ash Taylor, for instance, was mm. worth a million dollars at Titans, and he wasn't, they weren't getting their million dollars worth. That I mean, everything, it, it, everything imploded there. It was horrible. It was horrible for him. It was horrible for the club. Do they really want to go down that path? You know, different like, player, different mindset. Yeah, maybe. More maybe. of a professional. Yeah, yeah, potentially. But I, you know, he might just think. Well, I'll just go through the motions. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. I don't. He, he might not want to be that guy. But he's the Sats. captain. Yeah. So he, well, take he it off accepts him. responsibility. Yeah, well, he's the captain because he's the only bloke there that could be captain. Mm. Yep. We got a caller one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Mick is on the line. How are you, Mick? Good, Sats. How are you? Rat? Really well. What's on Good your mate. mind? Right. Oh, obviously Benny Hunt, and obviously being a Titan and a Queensland supporter. I'd love for him to come up to the Titans, but in the same token, he's 33. What do you give St. George for him? And I said this earlier to Jimmy, but the contracts not stand for anything anymore in the NRL because like we're becoming like the NBA, the Premier League and the NFL, whereas you throw your toys out of the cot, the boys don't want to play, just sit on the sidelines like Ben Simmons in the NBA, bang. It's just becomes too hard basket. Like It's a bit ridiculous. I'd love to have him there in the... Old Dad's Army's halves with Kieran Foran being 104 years old, but you know what? <laughs> what, what? What comes next? I, I, and I'm going to throw over to Rat in a sec. If he just say he did go in arguments like he went to the Gold Coast, well, he's going to put a kid who's a Gold Coast junior, Tanner Boyd, out of a position for a year and a half, two years for two years. Yeah, but you know, it, it's learn, a local learn, kid. Learn under him. It's a local kid. But but the the, the reality is that you change your, your side to make it better. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't change it to make it worse. If you can, it doesn't matter if someone's there. Like, uh, like, do you think the Titans uh, have, have played to their potential this year? Well, they've had three buys, so they're, where they sit on the ladder at the moment is a bit of a furphy. Mm. But back into the season, well, I think they've got a, definitely a semi-final side. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but, I'm not, I'm not, I'm uh, like, I, I feel for Ben Hunt. That's what I feel. I feel for Ben Hunt. He's, he's been put into a, into a tough situation. I feel for the Dragons. Mm. He's still getting a million dollars a year to play really, a game that he loves. Yeah, I find it really hard to feel for the Dragons. Um, I know they've made their own bed. Mm. I do in a number of occasions yeah, yeah. from an executive management role. And, and I'm always, I'm always going to be on the on the player side. Mm. Um, but look, it, like like I said, it's it's they've got to sit down and have that conversation. But if if he doesn't want to be there mm. and and he doesn't want to buy in. It's it's such a hard game, Sats. You know what it's like. Like if you're not all in, then you know you, you you're worth nothing to mm. an organisation. Yeah. And yeah, it might be the best for them. Like it's a fresh start. They got a new coach. Let's let's just okay. Let's clear the decks and let's get started. We're, we're building from the ground up. We've got all this money now in the cap. We can go and find someone, um, or we can work on over the next couple of years who we're going to develop. You know that might be the answer. Plenty of texts coming in. Make sure they continue. to... To get come but, through, we'll uh, we'll get get to those text messages zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What what Mick was saying? Are we becoming like? Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Uh, it's, mm. it's a business.
Um, that, that's the reality of it. And yep. I know people can say, oh, I hate it, these contracts. It's like, yeah, well, it worked. The, the shoe fit. When it, 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 the shoes goes on both feet. The, the clubs do it. Players do it. It happens. Yep. Um, it's just the nature of it. Let's get to a break. Make sure your texts keep coming through. As I said, 0457 736 736. Thanks, Mick, for your call. We're going to get to the break. And on the other side, well, there was another release from another club, an immediate release. But this is on behalf of player and club in a mutual understanding. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, plenty of texts coming through on 0457 736 736. We'll get to some of those very soon, Rat, and news and injury update thanks to Polaris. Polaris are Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Great supporters of the show. And there's been a release on the back of Ben Hunt. Matty Lodge, immediate release by Mm. the Roosters. Now, he wasn't going to be there next year anyway. Yeah, uh, he he's said, been, he's said been, he's been pretty good for them. He has been. Yeah. He? I mean, I don't, I don't know how am, like it's amicable. They both agree, but I don't. Yep. Th- I, I'm 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 pretty confident Matt Lodge isn't stoked about it. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like this is just you know the Roosters they weren't going to sign him for next year. From reports, they're not overly happy with the, his attitude since then. He was told he wasn't going to be resigned, so they've just just said right, oh, you can you can go now. Mm. There's also a bit of talk, rumblings around Swalee, whether he is going to be there for the rest of the year too. Yeah, that's been rumbling for a couple of weeks now, hasn't mm. it? Mm. So, Jason Rolls gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you buy into Ben Hunt asking for a release? And him being and released. Matt Lodge being released. And there's a little, just a little bit of money left in the cap there. Get him for the back end of the year. No. No. I don't, don't know. buy into I don't, it? I don't think so. Okay. No. I, I tried. No. I tried. <laughs> no. Um, but this next bit of news uh, that we've got there with, with Roger Tour-Barshacek being snubbed by – it will be snubbed by the Blues. Yep. So didn't play in the semi-final. The they, Auckland Blues. The Auckland yep. Blues. They got pumped by the Crusaders. They did. Uh, he's missed out on the All Blacks. He's missed out on the All Blacks secondary t- um, selection squad. Also the 36 squad for the World Test Championships. Yep. So, Rugby championships, I should say. So all he will play now, if he plays, and I'm not sure what their MPC season looks like over there. That's their, that's their local competition over there. When I go over to my in-laws, that's a good comp. Oh, it's t- it's tough rugby. Second tier, isn't very, it? Very yeah. tough rugby. Mm. Um, so that's what he would be playing um, if it is still running. I'm not, I'm not sure how that looks. But, geez, I'd, I'd be shocked if he doesn't end up back in the NRL. And... Mm. Maybe at the Roosters, not the Warriors. For oh, the so you think the, the whole season. granting a release now by Matt Lodge and whether he goes to the Bulldogs, whatever that may be, the RTS mm. to the Roosters. To the Roosters, oh. not Tommy Two Phones, one of our colleagues. He'd love that. Yeah, I've just got a feeling that that's, that's that might happen. That's just because uh, everyone just, just autom- a sneaking suspicion. Everyone just automatically thinks he's going to go to the Warriors because. Mm. Listeners, a lot of clubs, Rat, you work in the management space. Mm. A lot of clubs, well, you don't have to have your top 30 finalised until August, August 7. 7. So a lot of clubs keep one or two spots open. 
just in case these sort of scenarios get get thrown up. So it's a perfect scenario for the Warriors, who are travelling beautifully at the moment, in the top eight, playing finals-type rugby league, Mm. and they get a blue-chip player. Oh, it'd be lovely, wouldn't it? A Kia Sorento RTS in the garage. (laughs) Oh, how good is that? The Kia Sorento in the garage. It's a perfect scenario. So everyone's automatically thinking that that's what's going to happen. But maybe not. Maybe not. Want to comp at the Roosters? Yep. They need some strike out wide. Yeah. Mm. So where would he play? I think he plays on the wing. What are you paying Roger Tuivasa-Shek if he comes back to rugby league for a full season? Oh, for a full season? Yeah, not half a season. He's only 28, right? Yeah. I'm, 20, I'm, I'm paying him probably 800. Wow. Really? Oh, he's a he's a he's a elite yeah. player. Like yeah. he's not just a he's elite. He's he's a Dallium player. And you're playing him fullback. I'm playing him at fullback, yeah. Okay, so if he goes to the Warriors, I mm. think Charles Nickel Crookstar makes a really good centre. Mm. I've always thought he'd make a yep. good centre. Yep. And that allows RTS to play fullback. Yeah, I like it. It's not bad, is it? No. Um, yeah, I, I think he'll end up playing rugby league this year, though. I think, yeah. Unless he's a man of his word and says, oh, I've signed a contract. <laughs> I've signed a contract, <laughs> Matt. Mate, Matt, I've signed a contract. Oh, as much as I love rugby league, I'm mate, a man of my word. I'm a man of my word. right? Yes. Yeah. Polaris End of Financial Year deals are on now. Get up to $3,000 free accessories on the Polaris Rangers. Now, for Booper, switch to Booper. They're CanStar's outstanding health insurance for 2022. Now, some injuries out of the weekend. I don't know whether you saw the images of Luke Keary against Newcastle Knights. A whole left-hand side of his face. Oh, he caught the the heel of, um, of, who was it? Looked deformed. Oh, mate, it didn't look, it, it caught him flush. So, when you looked at the images of him in the dressing sheds, you're thinking broken jaw every day of the week. Well, the scans look promising. They're, no. they're saying he may play this weekend. Yeah, no breaks. Yeah. Um, he's a tough, I was going to say he's a tough little rooster. Pardon the pun. Yep. But he's, he's a tough bugger, mate. Yeah. I, I do love watching him play. Um, yeah. The positive uh, out of it, didn't get a concussion. No. Very good. Mm. So, um, I was going to say it's probably the headgear, but you don't wear that on your chin, do you? No, yeah. no. But, yeah, look, um, if he doesn't play, is Walker fit? Well, he didn't play last week for oh, North Devils, North, North Sydney Bears, I should right. say, their feeder club. Yeah. He didn't play. So I don't know what his his timeline's like. Is If any of the listeners can let us know, 0457 736 736. Bondi Jack or Rooster, Rooster Muzz or someone yeah. will – know what's going on with their players. I know that he was out with a, not a torn ACL, it was a sprained ACL. So mm. it's been stretched. Yep. Which usually looks at about anywhere from two to six weeks. And mate, heel and Lukey. Yep. Facial fracture, out for multiple weeks. Oh man, I, I feel for this kid. He's had no run of luck with injuries. Exactly. And he's just started to get back into some good form. And I was speaking to a journo today and he was saying, he was speaking to Slater about the you know, the, the quality of the young yep. back rollers of Queensland have got, and he was one name that came out of his mouth. So, um, yeah, look, feel for him. Um, you know, wish him all the best in his recovery, and he'll be back on the field in about a month's time. Before we get to the break, uh, let's get to a couple of your text messages. Right, Paul from Belrose. G'day, gents. The Dragons and Tigers should swap Hunt and Brooks for the remainder of the season, <laughs> see how it goes. Like for like, cost-wise, I'd be guessing. More of the experiment that, than an actual uh, solving any of their problems. Be fun to watch as a non-fan of either side. Hey, I heard some scenarios thrown up today that he just say he went to the Gold Coast Titans, Ben Hunt, they should ask for a player back. Right. Well, could you, and, and the 
This is Joel and Fletch. They well, were saying, well, up, they do do that. Well, they were throwing up Mo Fatawaka, for example. Right. Just say Dragon said, we've lost Josh Kerr. He's gone to the Dolphins. Yep. We want Mo Fatawaka. But who's the person that goes to Mo Fatawaka and says, hey, mate, I know you've just bought a house on the Gold Coast and you love living here. Not me. But you've got to pack your bag <laughs> and you've got to go live in Sydney. Hey, he's a lovely guy, Mo, but yeah, I, I wouldn't want You him. can't do that to a player. No, you can't. But, no. But, but the nature of our game, it's becoming a bit more like that, Sats. It's mm. becoming like players are commodities. And I think as an athlete, you've got to understand that. Yep. Um, you know, sometimes it happens. Yep. Oh, mate, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean I, I, that, that'll never happen. Ben Hunt's not going to the Tigers. Mm. But um, what yeah, you got there, it would be interesting to see it. Got here. Hey, boys, um, New South Wales will blow Queensland off the park Wednesday night. And there will be plenty of points in it. I'll say something like 31 to 18. That's Michelle from Dubbo. Michelle, I'm not liking that text. <laughs> but I will say this. I am, I've got this uneasy feeling inside me. Not that I don't trust. Field of dreams, uh, origin, uh, anything uh, can happen. Just, you know what, the, the talk and the confidence and the, 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 the fact that New South Wales are, are paying $2.90. I'm like, No. No, no, no. Look, well, at I think Payne Haas is in for an absolute look, massive look game. Look at the people in their side. Like, what? I know that we've got a good side, Queensland, but you can't think that we're just going to run over the top of these guys. It just doesn't happen. Mm. But, um, yeah, look, I'm still back in Queensland. David from Old Toon Gabby says, Hey, Sats and Rat, Rat, get real. The Sharks <laughs> pumped the Bulldogs team coming next to last without most of their best players. Sharks should have won by eight. They should have. <laughs> but listen, you can only beat who's in front of you. Exactly. All right. Um, that's the reality of it. But uh, Rob, Rob said Ben Hunt should should Ben Hunt did say he wouldn't want to start again if Hook left. Perhaps a request to leave is just the starting point of for negotiations about Mitch Pearce to fill in while young halves develop. Um, yeah, he doesn't want to start again. Um, he doesn't want to go through that whole rebuild thing. Yep. I, I mean, it's fair enough. He's he's been at that club for how long, and they've been on the back foot from from the minute he got there. And that's what I'm saying. So I, I don't think it's it's not a money thing. Um, he'll be sacrificing money to, to go anywhere else. There's no mm. question about that. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, I, th- I think it's a state of mind thing. I really do. I don't think it's, a, it's not malicious. It's not, you know, I hate you. It's just like I need to get out of here. I'm exhausted. I, I can't face the media and answer about everything other than just playing football. I just don't want to do that anymore. That's mm. really that I'm, I, I'm trying to read between the lines, and that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. Let's get to a break. And that update was thanks to Booper. Join almost 4 million Australians and prepare for life with Booper because life happens. Steve from Dubbo, up next, the Kia Top 7. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. What do you reckon, Rat? What well, are we starting off with? Oh, mate. Well, there were some first try scorers on the weekend. And there's, there's a lot nothing, of forwards scored lot, in lot the forwards. game. Yep. And, and this guy, he is a dead-set throwback. Uh, but his first try on the weekend was fantastic. Thomas Hazleton scored his first try for the Sharkies as they carved up the dogs. Here's big Tom Hazleton, another forward on the score sheet. Oh, 
talk about getting around him. Look at this. Steve from Dubbo's going to hate us. I'm just looking at our top seven. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we've got a like it or lump it here as well. And uh, where is it? So, because um, it's actually, is our number six as well. I'm just going to find that. Like it or lumping it. And it's actually from Daniel from Prairiewood. He says, what I was liking is Will Warbrick. And that's mm. our number six in the care top seven. Scores four as Melbourne. They cruised home in Campbelltown. Hughes floats it across. Smith to Warbrick. Now the hat trick. What a night for this young winger. He's just scoring and scoring and scoring. They can fi- as Daniel said, they can find a diamond in the rough. He, he, he's just getting better and big better. Every, every week he's getting better. They've always had a big... A big athletic mm. confronting wingers ever yeah. since they started. Marcus Bly was Tell their first win. Marcus yeah. Bly I used to mark Marcus Bly every time I played him. He was on the left wing and he used to run straight at he him. He came to the Gold Coast Chargers in 97 and could only speak broken English. Mm. By the end of the year, he'd played, he was representing the rest of the world versus Australia and was absolutely killing everything in front of him. Mm, so I was one of them. Yeah. Uh, he, he, had a, he had a broken English in front of him after he played <laughs> me, I can tell you. I've got a great story uh, about him. I'll tell it soon. Uh, number five, um, I love this guy as a footballer and it's good to see him back into some good form. Scotty Drinkwater, ice cold under pressure in his try to seal the victory. Drinkwater across still. Drinkwater loses the lead, steps oh. inside and Drinkwater scores. The Cowboys have won. Scott Drinkwater has scored a try when they couldn't take the drop goal. He's run about 40 metres, 25 of that across. Amazing. Amazing Golden finish try. of the game. Golden yeah. try. How good is it? My poor Penny Panthers, but they'll win a lot more games. Yeah. Number four, we heard the audio at the start of the show. It was brutal. Mm. And this man, Tim Zoo, knocks out Carlos Ocampo in 72 seconds. And he's punching with fire. Yeah, it was. was like, he had to finish. It was, it was a, a great, like, knockout, but it was sickening. It was. He had to finish it early because if he is going to go in September to fight Charlotte in Vegas, he has to go in with not one little injury or any scare whatsoever. So he had to finish it early. Well, That's he, what he certainly did, did that. Yeah. Number three, Usman Khawaja. Uh, come at the man, come at the hour. We needed runs or in, under the pump, and he scored his 15th test entry in the first Usman Khawaja, two away. Stokes. Up to the crease, wide of it, bowls here, Kawaja dabs through the offside, this time it's it, Usman Kawaja down to third man for four, oh he gives a big, he throws the bat in the air, into lights. Michael on the text line says, hey gents, what I'm lumping, Ollie Robinson's send off to Uzi Kawaja, he just scored 141, it has to be the close to the nicest bloke on the planet, what the, there's a lot of people up in arms about that, but you know what, the Aussies will put that in the mental, the mm. mental bank, Use the it. memory bank, and they'll say, well, Get this up, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Number two, we spoke about it earlier on. Rat, you loved it. Wyndham Clark becomes the 123rd US Open champion. Yeah! Who takes down all the stars in Los Angeles to win the United States Open.
Look at how emotional he was. Yeah, oh, it's a big moment for him. Young American winning his Open Championship. So, yeah, yeah, very cool. Very cool. And number one, well, you guessed it, uh, Alex Twal. 116 games, no tries, gets his first try on the weekend. Kicking out North Luna's way. Here comes Dayden. Scramble. Tigers. Alex Twal. Alex Twal has ended up with a ball. Oh, no. Unbelievable. A miracle on Fox League on a Saturday night. And everyone in Campbelltown knows. He's right, Vossi. Every player, even the opposition players were excited. The referee had a smile on his face and went and uh, congratulated him also. Mm. Uh, Sats and Rat, three cheers for Alex Twile. This is a sport he gave. And this is another thing we haven't spoken about. First ever try in the NRL. Woohoo. Celebrations galore. He must be relieved to finally be off. The nudie run. The nudie run. Mm. Yeah. Well, can I, can I say, listeners, mm. I came in here today and Sats said to me, it wasn't a try. It was well, a knock on. It was a double knock on. Man, but, but, guess, but give it to him. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm that excited for him. But if <laughs> Mate, we really want to go frame by frame, it was a double knock. Mate, on. it's the only try. It's the only way he was going to score. There was a there was a 15 metre gap in front of him last week against the Dolphins. <laughs> no lie, like 15 metre gap, and and he it was on the try line, and he could have charged, screaming. I would have been hit like out of my way to get to this gap, and he was not going anywhere near it. I'm like, the only way he's going to score is, is off something like that. And he did. So good on him. Uh, Michael says, gents, what I'm liking. Alex Twell scores a try. It was so good. I actually teared up a bit. And I'm a Broncos fan. And that's what sport does mm. to people. And on Sammy Walker, double one three. Oh, it's Bowie from Newey. Says, hi, guys. Sam Walker still two work weeks away. Mm. So Robbo said on the weekend. Thank you very much for that, uh, Bowie. Let's get to the break. That's the award-winning seven-seat Kia Cerritos. Kia top seven. Kia's largest SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Uh, this is Sports Day with Sats and Rat. We've got plenty of opinions based around Ben Hunt. We're going to get mm. to some of those very soon. And we've got another one here from Bondi Jack. Sammy's still weeks away. Uh, basket case, Robo has eight centres and wings. None worth a crumpet. <laughs> Bondi Jack's still filthy. He's still filthy. Steve from Dubbo, he said that that power from Sue was terrifying. If some of them haymakers had misconnected, he'd still be asleep, Steve. Yeah, he would be. He did also say that was the worst Kia top seven ever. Who put that together? Stevie Wonder? <laughs> well, Shaq reckons Stevie Wonder's not blind. Mm, I've heard. You heard that? Yeah, I've Conspiracy heard. theories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. It's, uh, what we got? Hi, guys. I sort of agree with Rat. Clubs move players on, um, but... One massive difference, the club needs to pay the player if they can't move them on. And if there are, is any shortfall between the contract, if they're, they're moved on, they need to pay the difference between the contracts. That's from Chippo Eagle. Um, yeah, but it's still their choice to move them on mm. when the contracts, you know, they may want to stay there. They might have bought a house. They might want to stay there. It's like, no, we don't want you. And, and, and trust me, clubs will put a player in reserve grade to force them to move on. I think that Shane Flanagan will and should do everything he can. Absolutely. He you should. You don't have to give the player too much control, of course. They can they can spiral your, your club and your season out of control. It's already out of control at some stage here for the Dragons. But but I th- every player's got the right to ask for a release. But but 
it also your legacy and pride comes into it as well in the end. If they don't release him, he can do two things. He can sit on the sideline or like Gordy Tallis did in 96 when he signed with the Broncos. Mm. Or he can say, you know what? Well, I asked for a release. They didn't grant it. I'm just going to get on playing rugby league. Yep. Well, uh, Chris says, uh, don't forget Ben Hunt was one of only three players who turned up at the end of season awards. The place is a basket case. The board has not stood by him. Why would you want to stick around? Chris, 56. Yeah. And interesting, Rat, because you remember his 300th game mm. dinner when they were based in Brisbane, about to go and play the Cowboys, I think yeah. it was. I was treated with contempt. CEO and chairman didn't attend. Yeah. And like 300 games. Like that's, that's, that's an insult. Some Broncos and the Broncos coach attended mm. down on the Gold Coast. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, I mean, that's poor form. It is poor form. And there is a sense of rejection there from the, from the player that, um, he feels that the club don't think he's a priority. Mate, that would genuinely hurt me. It would hurt. It would hurt. Mate, you played 300 games, and the majority of them have been for that club. Mm. And your the executive team of the organisation that you play for can't make the effort to get to a function to celebrate what you've achieved. Yeah, I know. That, that, would, that, would, that would cut deep, that. Yep. Reptile. Then this, did you did you read the one no, about no, this no. is nothing like Haas? No, no. You have a player that upset that his mate was was sacked. That's Anthony Griffin, who's his mentor. Mm. He's willing to pay his way out. Reported as reports, he's willing to pay one hundred and fifty thousand of his own money to the Dragons to mm. to release him, which the Dragons can't use in their salary cap. That just goes on the bottom line. Um, it's done sitting down with anybody. It's not going to help. It's time everyone realizes that he was throwing the toys. He's throwing his toys completely out of the cot. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a, there's a fair argument around that, mm. but I still I've still got faith that the Dragons, well, Shane Flanagan can turn this around, and like I said, I think the Dragons have a real opportunity here to to make a statement to what they stand for moving forward. We're not going to be walked over as a club. We want to stand for yeah, something. Yeah, but but you know what, Sans? You know, when we talk about um, it's it's I don't think he's trying to walk over him. He's not being arrogant. No, I'm not talking about Ben Hunt. I'm talking about the game in general who basically look down upon the Dragons yeah, now and yeah, their yeah, operation. Yeah. No, I, I think this needs to be talked out between them and they, they need to come to an agreement because Ben Hunt's not – he's he's done everything he can for yeah. that club. Yeah, You know, like – but, you know, I'd like to see him resolve it and he, and he stay there, but if it can't be, then it can't be. But um, he's certainly – I don't think there's any malice in this request. It's just I think he's exhausted from the situation and totally he wants agree. to move on. Totally agree. It's a good way to put it. I don't think there's any malice. He's just going to ask the question. Mm. If it doesn't happen, he'll get on to play rugby league again. Mm. And that's what he's done very well ever since he started yep. playing back in 2008, 2009, first grade. Mm. Uh, that's the end of the first hour. I went very quick. We're going to get to more of your text messages. And after the break, we're going to catch up with Barrett Sunder Racing, who's in Edgebaston, to talk the Ashes Test 1. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. For Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Sats and Rat and into the second hour. Thanks for hanging around and thanks to Kia also and World Gym Australia. Great supporters of the show. And before we get to our very special guest who is on the ground in Edgebaston, 
Hey, boys, can you believe Tim Zoo's fight didn't last longer than Michael Clark and Carl Stefanovic? Fitzy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. Get involved in the show, 0457 736 736. And also across all our social media platforms, there's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, just search for the show and uh, bring up some topics we can use throughout the week. So got Origin on Wednesday night, of course. We have Nate Miles just gone up, boys. Oh, that was him about Paul Gal. Paul about Gallon, the punch. Yeah. Let's get to our special guest. He is part of the SEN call team. Every ball on SEN, if you've got the app, make sure you, you tune in to listen to the Ashes' first test. Barrett Sunder Racing is currently in the nets at Edgebaston oh. watching Marnus Labashane. How are you, Barrett? Ah, morning, guys. I uh, wouldn't be anywhere else uh, on this pretty sunny morning. There are some Ooh. clouds uh, developing, uh, approaching the ground, but kind of at this point, they seem to be going past it. But... Yeah, Manus Labushin is out there, so is Harry Brook. Manus Labushin is out there every day in the net, so am I. <laughs> so that's <laughs> nothing new there. Uh, but I know it's been interesting watching Ollie Pope uh, also just practice some rain shooting a while back. Because you know England are going to come hard at Australia regardless. And they know there, could, there might be some weather around tomorrow. So it's in their best interest to uh, make as much uh, as they can, of, uh, especially the first few hours today when the sun's out. So Barrett, the... The talk before the first test was all about baseball and and how England were going to, you know, take the challenge to us. How do you think Australia have handled uh, the first first innings? Um, I think to start with, uh, obviously there was a lot of premeditation. You know, they've been planning for this for for so long. Uh, you know, even even before, pretty much ever since England started playing baseball twelve months ago, there every Australian player has been asked about it. Uh, and they've been very coy, understandably. Uh, but I, I think to start with, they just felt, look, let's just give it a taste. And I think it goes with anything you do in life, right? When you're faced with an extreme challenge, um, all that planning goes out of the window. You just have to respond in the moment. And I thought on day one, they, they took it a little slow. Yes, they were criticized for being defensive. But I, I understood where they were going. England are looking for boundaries. So let's just protect the boundaries to start with and let's see how it works out. And there were times when... Um, it worked out for Australia at 5 for one seven six on day one. I thought they they done well. Uh, and I also think they did really well with the bat where they dragged that first innings out. Yes, they conceded a seven-run lead. Uh, but just the um, number of overs they put into Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson and Ollie Robinson, I think it will pay dividends going forward. Yeah. So Pat Cummins, he's knocked last night. I thought it was so impressive. How important was that? Oh, I guess you touched on it to, to stretch out that innings. Oh, very important for his, his own confidence as well. I mean, I know in the last 24 months or so, he's dropped himself down to number nine behind uh, Mitchell Stark. And uh, yeah, before that, he was, you know, at one point he was considered a prop. Maybe he could go on to be a bowling all-rounder or at least someone very useful down the order with the bat. Uh, that hasn't been yet and his batting has dropped. So it was good to see him be positive early on. Uh, but then after that, even though England went short and, you know, there were a couple of times he looked a little uncomfortable, he, 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 he kind of hung in there, uh, and which was very important. It was not just the number of runs, like I said, just the overs getting them to bowl that extra spell, which, which he succeeded in. Uh, and especially with a, such a long tail to come after that, uh, it was a crucial innings, and I, who knows, maybe it gave Australia. And also, if not for that, Australia wouldn't have got to bowl in those 22 crazy minutes in the afternoon where they knocked over the openers. Now, on those 22 crazy minutes before play was stopped, Barrett, the two quick wickets that they took, have the Aussies rattled the Englishman a little bit? 
well, they've spooked them for sure in terms of, uh, you know, uh, the English openers deciding to stick with uh, their baseball approach um, in, in tough conditions. And I think this is the first time since uh, Lords, or the only time since Lords last year against South Africa where, uh, you know, England's gung-ho approach with the bat was, was tested in bowling conditions, like where the fast bowlers were bossing the game. Uh, and, and they were found wanting. I mean, you know, the fact that Ben Duckett as a test opener doesn't leave deliveries, get celebrated in England as some sort of virtue, which I still haven't understood. But um, he got found out. I mean, he kept flashing at deliveries. when the ball was doing all sorts for Cummins and Boland. Uh, and he got out. And then uh, it took a class piece of bowling from Scott Boland to get Jack Crawley out. But once again, he just they just keep playing at deliveries, which they can leave alone. Um, so I think in that sense, uh, and because it's England, the weather can turn in whenever. It's so much to do with what's happening uh, upstairs, as we saw yesterday. Uh, the sky was dark, the pitch was still flat, but the ball was doing all sorts. So I think that would tell, give the Australians the confidence that, look, if we get them on the wrong day, we can roll them over. What's been the reaction to Ollie Robinson when Uzi Kawaja was departed? And it's going crazy here in Australia, Barrett. The, the Aussie cricketing fans are saying yeah. it's not on. It's just it's just not cricket. I'm saying play on. It's all part of the the uh, it's all yeah. part of the Ashes theatre. How's it been received over there? Um, I mean, it's been the complete opposite uh, over here. Uh, you know, obviously it, it's an English player who's uh, you know being spoken about. So, uh, so it, the the thing is, um, sorry, I just got a little distracted there by Johnny Besto. But uh, <laughs> the thing with Ollie Robinson is, I mean, <laughs> he he is uh, he's had a reputation. Like you know, he's got he is a, a, a very uh, he's a character who is always in your face. Uh, he can be uh, mouthy, and we've seen that in the past to whoever. I mean, he went after Virat Kohli two years ago. I remember when India was touring. Uh, so I guess there will always be uh, an overreaction to whatever happens during an Ashes series. Having said that, I mean, to say what he said to someone who's made 141 and spent one and a half days out there batting didn't make sense because it's not that they were going back and forth uh, that between uh, each other. I mean, if there was a, a proper verbal battle before them before that, maybe it would have made sense. So it's interesting. I mean, right now Australia feel uh, vindicated and having pulled up Ollie Robinson while England. Uh, what's that? What's the term that is being thrown around on social media? Pearl clutching. I, I I heard about it for the first time this morning. You're talking about uh, Johnny Bairstow interrupting you. It seems as though he was interrupted in the first innings with his wicketkeeper. He missed that many opportunities. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's a call that the English selectors will have to take. It won't be an easy one. I mean, look, he turned the game around on day one, didn't he? Uh, walking out at 5 for 170-odd, like I said. Uh, his 78 is what gave England the chance to you know, power on towards almost a t- t- total of 400 and then to declare like they did. So, uh, but at what cost, right? I think it's a, it's a tough call. Uh, we used to, I mean, since Adam Gilchrist, we're in an era where it's more about the runs the wicketkeeper scores than the stumpings and the and the catches. It looks like, but uh, if if he keeps making mistakes, then they might have to look at bringing in Ben Fox. But like I said, I mean, they, you, he, I call Johnny Bairstow the godfather of baseball. It started with him last year, so I still do see a place where, say, if someone like Ben Duckett, like I said, or one of the other openers keeps failing, they can bring uh, folks in and they have the best of both worlds in that way. Yeah. So Barrett. Who's your pick from here? Who wins this game and who's who's going to be man of the match? Ooh. <laughs> uh, look, one thing we haven't spoken about uh, right now is, uh, or in our chat is the dryness of the surface. And Moen Ali, even with a crook, crook finger, was getting the ball to properly grip turn and, this, and it was quick turn as well. 
So if we see more of that, I think Nathan Lyon really comes into came to his own. And like I said earlier, uh, the English batters seem to be practicing their range hitting against Spain. And if they go after him on this kind of pitch, and don't forget, last time uh, there was an Ashes test here. He took six for in the on the last day to win Australia that first test. Uh, he'll be a handful. So I'm going to stick my neck out and say it's going to be a Nathan Lyon kind of performance. But I mean, you can't if it does happen that way. But player of the match still has to go to Uzi Kwaja. Michael on the text line says, Barrett, the net whisperer. I love him. Now, <laughs> Barrett, you talked about Manus Labashane. You see, see him always working on his game. Out of all the Aussie players, is there a player that stands out that is just always just always trying to do the extras, whatever it may be? Is Manus that man? Manus is that man, but, uh, I mean, historically it's always been Steve Smith. Uh, but it, with Steve Smith, it's more his batting, just his batting. Uh, where he'll always get that extra half hour in. But I think Manas has mashed him in that. But Manas Labashain is just, he's obsessed with cricket in, a, in the best way possible. So whether it's fielding, catching, whether it's giving throwdowns, bowling, spin, medium pace, he just wants to be part of uh, everything. Or, or chatting cricket on the sidelines. <laughs> so, it, But I've also seen uh, Cam Green do the same. Though obviously he's a quieter person in terms of personality. So he doesn't say much. Uh, but um, you know he also was one of those enjoys being out there on the field or at training. So there are a few. And uh, not to forget David Warner uh, in this latest outside of the last 18 months or so. Um, and at times it's funny listening to the, some of the conversations between him and Steve Smith where he almost tends to say that, oh, I've become one of you guys. Like, you know, I'm the one who's stepping in for my third or fourth net like I never used to in the past. <laughs> Good stuff. Now you can catch every ball of the most anticipated ass series in decades live across the SEN network and the SEN at Barrett Sundaracen in Edgebaston. Thank you very much for taking time out, mate, to uh, fill us in what's going on those first three or four days. No, anytime, guys. No worries at all. Outstanding. He's a, he's a great character, Barrett Sundaracen. A great knowledge of the game. Mm. Let's get to your text line, 0457 736 736. What do you got there, Rat? Mate, the Hunt line has, has lit up yep. on the Ben Hunt. Uh, from Fitzy, he says maybe Ben Hunt doesn't like Flanagan. He was at the club before, and maybe he knows he won't turn the place around. Maybe, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 from what I understand, that they get on all right. It's, I, I just, and I don't think this is something that is the decision's been made. I mean, I don't think this decision is something that has come since Flanagan's been signed. Exactly. Yep. It, it was brewing before that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe, um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'm not sure I'd run with that. Did Flanagan sign banking on having Hunt as a marquee player, or a mentor for up and coming players for the next two years from Mitch? Mm. I think when you look at when you look at their playing roster, they've got a lot of inexperience in the side. Mm. But in saying that, it's exciting inexperience. It's players that when they get 30, 45 games under their belt they will be humming the Dragons. And what they need over the next two years to get those young players through is an experienced marquee player who's still playing origin, like Benny Hunt, just to mentor them through the the next couple of years, get them to the point when Benny Hunt does retire. He's 34 in March, remember. Mm. Um, They can get those players through the next phase. Yeah, well, well, the Grizzly Bears says, Flanagan essentially banned twice, maybe not the influence Hunt wants in his career, understandable questionable appointment by the Dragons. Um, yeah, I, I think he served his time for that. I, I think, and I was saying this last week, I think going into the job, 
I think the Dragons need to firstly give him training wheels. And what I mean by that is it's sort of a little bit like on probation. You've you've come back into your first NRL head coaching job. Mm. We can't give you everything. Not going to give you full reins. Well, well, they've got to give, give the, no, they've got to give him the reins. They can't. They can't. I, I think no, no, no. I think no the got Dragons to, need. I think the it, Dragons need to stay out of it. I think internally, that's the problem. Whoever their general manager of rugby league is going to be has got to have full, con, not full control, but has got to be able to. Well, just he's got to be, be across but, everything. Got to be across everything. But he can't. He can't be telling. Not how to coach. I'm no. not saying how to coach, but across some areas of the rugby league department. Yeah. Some coaches like to take full control. That's all right. Trent Robinson's a really good example. Mm. Um. Some just want to focus on coaching. Mm. Now, I don't know what sort of coach Shane Flanagan is, whether he takes control across salary cap, recruitment, from reports from the Sharks, he had a pretty much handle on a lot of things. Yep. I don't think he has – I don't think he should have those responsibilities going back into his first head coaching. Oh, mate, I, I just think he – no, I, I disagree with you there, Sats. I, I think they, they, need to, they need to be acutely aware of what he's doing, but mm-hmm. they can't have influence over what he's doing if it's within the bounds of coaching in an NRL football side. Uh, he needs to have his space. Uh, if he's got you know, a helicopter football manager over the top of him saying, why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? And, and questioning everything that he's doing and you know, wants to be in and around it, that, that, that's a recipe for disaster as far as I'm concerned. Boys. RTS is a big chance of going to the Roosters. It virtually seems any big-name player or promising up-and-coming player that comes on the market ends up at the Roosters. Think Kronk, Suali'i, Dominic Young, Smith, Sam Walker. Why? Is it the wonderful culture, the eastern suburbs of nightlife, Tamarama Beach, the Ooh, chance Tamarama. to have a night out with Victor Radley and Brandon Smith? I wouldn't think so. It's all about show me the money, and unfortunately the Roosters use a totally different currency the other clubs have and an EPL salary cap as opposed to an NRL salary cap. <laughs> Breathalyzer Bathurst. It's very detailed, Breathalyzer. Yeah, yeah, One thing about the big. Roosters is they are very professional everything they do. Mm. They're a club that most years are going to finish in the top four, most mm. years, and clubs know that the players know that they'll take less to play in the finals. And mm. you're surrounded by very influential people who can mm. open you up to opportunities in, in yep, business. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, they're all good points, that's. Yep. And the reality is... Um, you know, players want to be in organisations where they can just go and focus on playing footy. Mm. They don't want to be surrounded by drama. And and you can see what's happening at the Roosters just lately. They've had a bit of drama off the field and they're not liking it. They've moved on Riles. They're moving on Lodge. Like they, don't want, they don't want that noise. Mm. They want the, the football to do the talking and um, they're moving in that direction. But you know, they, they had a tight win on the weekend. But... Um, mm. Let's get to more of your texts after the break. Thank you very much for your involvement. Barrett Sunder Racing, always great to hear from him. And the first ball is going to be bowled very, very soon, about 40, 45 minutes. You can listen on the SEN app to all, every ball in the Ashes series. This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Uh, Welcome back. Day four of the Ashes test is nearly upon us. And it is so important, day four, in with respects to how this game is going to play out. There is weather, as Barrett Sundarason, that could 
affect the game tomorrow. And he's reported there's a huge cloud that's starting to come over the top of Edge Baston. So this day four is so important. Australia need to get some really quick wickets early. And some of the markets will be leaving us very soon to listen to the live coverage of the cricket on SEN or the SEN app, wherever you're listening to it. But some of the other markets, well, you'll stick with us. And we're going to have a three burning questions from Daddy Vass after the break. And also, we're going to pick out our text for mm. the night. We're going to give away one of our Sports Day Eskies. Ooh, nice. I've got to say, Mickey G from Woodbury, our bus driver, he he put up a good case. He said, oh, one of those would be good for my, my cans of drink for when I'm driving my bus during the shift. Like it. Steve from Dubbo always sends us a, a beautiful message before we – we finish a show each night. He might have to go into the running as well. So have you got your three burning questions ready, Daddy Vass? We haven't actually spoken to you tonight. Yeah, I, I do. I yeah. do, yeah. There, is one of them around Ben Hunt? Yes. Okay, right Yeah. Yep. One of them is uh, origin related. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. the king of dirt is going to text you. How good is this bloke's job for starters? Old mate, Barrett. Now, Basball, are you kidding? Whoever came up with that name needs a punch in the head. <laughs> Turd of a name. Say it three times fast and you want to punch yourself in the head. <laughs> Stop saying it hurts. <laughs> How about bash the out of it for of it first day? Anyway, enjoy your evening. <laughs> Rooster Muzz is saying, did you get my text earlier about the origin calls? And the yeah, yeah, Rooster Muzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's three calls. There's a neutral call for SCN if you listen on SCN. There's also a parochial Maroons call. I'll be, we'll be doing that one. And a Blues parochial um, call as well. Mm. So uh, you get any of those on the on the app. Just on, on Origin, Mark has said, hey, guys, Mark from Sydney here. Do you both think New South Wales can win Origin too? And how effective do you think Mitch Moses can be? Absolutely, New, New South, South Wales oh, can. Oh, mate. Look, look that, 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 there's a lot of confidence in the air surrounding this Queensland team. But there is – I'll tell you right now – the Queensland players and coaching staff know that New South Wales can win this game. And I certainly know New South Wales can win this game. Will they win it? I don't know. But w- what I do know is um, Queensland will be going into this game with their eyes wide open. I've got to say, something that is against Queensland is Billy Slater's complacent, uh, lack of complacency and mm. how he won't allow the Queensland players to be complacent as well. Yeah, I, I was having a chat. Um, again, with some journos today, just who have been in camp with Queensland, they just they they can't speak highly enough of the way that Billy just addresses the players, speaks to players individually, sits with them, and he said, "You see these young guys standing in front of him, and they are just in awe of. It's just like they're just soaking in this information. He's calm, he's cool, it's not he what doesn't you get say you say it. He's mm. just, you know, he's so he's been so on the money to date." Um, Look, time's going to tell. They've got it all ahead of them for Wednesday, haven't they? It's going to yeah. be a great game. There's some of the markets are leaving us, like we said, to listen to the cricket. Should be an enthralling day four. For those that are staying with us, three burning questions and more texts after the break. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym.